Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Here we go, we go. Now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 6. See epmooney.ie. So Sam Smith and Calvin Harris have a song dropping this Friday together. Together. So this is probably the second or third time this has happened. Oh. But Calvin Harris, during Longitude, played the whole track. So people were there filming it going... What is this? What's Sam Smith doing on a, another song? So uh, they haven't released it fully yet. They're showing snippets as they usually do. So it's called Desire. Is this from uh, Longitude? This, this clip? No, no. This is an this, official clip. Okay, here we go. This is called Desire. I want you to hold me. Don't let me go. Be the one and only. Oh, yeah. You can kind of taste that it's going to be good. It's going to come in with the big... Yeah, it's going to be a summer one. Um, Breaking Bad actor Brian Cranston is one of my favourite people in the world, I'd say. You're going to like him even more after I this. I love him. Gave a passionate speech on the uh, picket line in New York uh, this week in support of the writer's strike. Brian singled out movie execs saying they will not allow their dignity to be taken away from them. We don't expect you to understand who we are, but we ask you to hear us and beyond that to listen to us when we tell you we will not be having our jobs taken away and giving to robots. We will not have you take away our right to work and earn a decent living. Isn't that really, really powerful? That's up there with the... What's the movie? <laughs> this, uh, the Scottish one? Oh, Braveheart. Braveheart, you won't take away our freedom! It's a disgrace! But yeah, fair play to him. Like, loads of actors. Uh, Jack Black yesterday was another actor who was out there. And there was someone else as well. But yeah, anyway, this is what's happening. All the actors are coming out in force. It's no, great. they're right. Uh, Kendall Jenner is in blue heaven for the Calvin Klein ad campaign. She is wearing, everybody... She's done their uh, their underpants before, but now she's rocking the double denim. It's coming back. It's to only 90s. some people say I look. Some people say I look like me, da. She is bewitched. We're right. So bewitched. You know, everyone slagged you. We gave you grief. You said, "Oh, double denim can't be done." If the Jenners are doing it, it's happening. It's going. It's get ready for everyone wearing double denim again. And girls, sorry, they're very high waisted jeans as well. High waisted jeans and no t-shirt. She'll catch her death. She will catch her death. Yeah. <laughs> 
Looks well though. She looks fantastic, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's a thing now. So we won't be doing it. You heard it here first. It's happening. It's the strawberry alarm clock. It's FM. Later on the show today, we are going to be talking to Tony Cantwell. He's playing the Paddy Power Comedy uh, Festival. On this weekend, it's going to be great. This weekend, he's a very, very funny man. There's loads of the great lineup. And I was saying earlier, if you've never been to it, go to it. It's such a great laugh, such a great vibe. There's food, there's people, there's, you know... There's we don't use that park enough. Like, I know they have Taste of Dublin there as well. I don't think there's anything else, like, of big things that happens bar the festival. And there's gigs, yeah, yeah. There's and like the gigs, sorry, the gigs Janelle as well. Janelle play, is playing there soon. Damien Dempsey did two nights. Kira Dignam came on for one of the nights. So to promote this, this is this is fantastic. Yeah, the the um, so the, the Paddy Power Comedy Festival to promote it, they put plaques up around the city. Okay, they're temporary plaques, right? But they're comedy plaques. Very good. So they have a plaque uh, for the guy who fell on the ice in Church Street in Dublin, the exact spot on the RT News. Remember, he fell and he lamped himself. Amazing. And he <laughs> everyone remembers him. Um, <laughs> There's a plaque uh, on O'Connell Street where the League of Ireland fan was interviewed near Remember the Remember him? I was about Celtic. Remember him? Was he a Bose? No, what, did he mention Bose after that as well? Or yeah, he said, I know the fella you're talking that about. Yeah. The, the, like, these are viral clips that went round. He said he was a big football fan. He didn't support the English teams, but he loved Celtic. And uh, yeah, it was a Bose he loved. Uh, yeah, we rest our players. Yeah. It was fantastic. Like I've seen a few people um, mime that perfectly. Like the, good. The, what's the, what's the name of that girl who does those? Oh, she, that girl who does lip syncing. Yeah. She's brilliant. She's brilliant, isn't she? Um, the man who say, who hates St Patrick's Day. He was interviewed on March seventeenth up Abbey Street. Do you remember him? Once and once. <laughs> Once and once. What a great term. Uh, I might actually try and find some of these clips before 10 o'clock because they're some of my favourite things. The cyclist falling on the Lewis tracks. I don't remember this. Oh, remember that. Remember this. Remember the two girls oh, wearing were the bikinis. Oh, they were bikinis. Right, OK. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, look. Um, there's a plaque on Croke Park and it's Mayo's two own goals, September 16th, 2016. That hurts differently for Mayo fans, I'd say. Yes, the curse. Um, Talbot Street. Can you guess what it is? Famous thing happened on Talbot Street. Talbot Street. We, uh, you actually, it was such a big famous thing that happened. You found her and you interviewed her. We had it on the screen for a minute. I hear. Leave her out. Leave her played out. There, she was trying to intervene in a fight, wasn't she? What was her name? Was it Anne? Anne, Anne leave her out. I think down it was Anne. Street. Yeah, we had her for years. I don't know if we still have her on the screen. Um... That's very good. And then there's another one. Uh, there's a there's a plaque at RTE where Eamon Dunphy made an observation about Rod Little. So, uh, which is again is a famous YouTube. That's clip. a very famous YouTube clip. They're brilliant. So these plaques are around. You might see them around the city, but they're only temporary. And the the seven funniest city incidents ever captured on camera. They should keep them there. It's St. Pat's was the team, not Bose. Oh, was it? Yeah, that that's right. Race. Okay, yeah. I it's like Cafe Kylemore. He's brilliant though. He was, was very good. It was just a good interview. So anyway, they are the, the seven funniest things and that's whoever came up with that uh, 10 points because uh, that's, a, that's a very funny thing and uh, Paddy Power Comedy Festival is this weekend, kicks off, I believe tomorrow night, isn't tomorrow it? Tomorrow night, yeah, tomorrow night. There's loads and our very own Emma Doran and Enya Martin are going to be doing They will be uh, there. Bits. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. Lisa. How are you, Lisa? Very sorry, Lisa. You can't talk unless I put that up. How are you today? 
Good. I'm not too bad. You, yeah. What was that noise? Did you put the, the lid on the kettle there? No, I'm on the bus down in North. All right, yeah. No, it sounded like the lid on a teapot or something, didn't it? <laughs> is it quite quiet on the bus today? It is, yeah. Are you upstairs or downstairs? Downstairs. Do you have? Do you just sit in the same spot every time? Uh, not really, no. I'll tell you my spot. I, uh, if I'm on a bus, I go upstairs and I sit behind the stairs if, if it's available. Why is that? To see who's coming up? I want to see everyone coming in and everyone going out. <laughs> All right. It's also very handy to get back down the stairs. You don't have to push past anyone. Good idea. Thank you very much. I do like very good. the very first part of the bus upstairs, front row. Oh, well, that's well, that's for kids. Even if you're a kid, you always get that buzz, especially on a Sunday going into town. No yeah. plans. But if you're there and you're enjoying, look, you're enjoying looking down at the, the driver and everything, and then the kid gets on and gets all disappointed to see you there. Oh, well. Oh, Move well. along. <laughs> Let us know uh, where is your favorite place to sit. Someone <laughs> just said yes, Jim. They they are the exact same as you. So everyone has a different has their own spot on the bus. Not only a bus, Crossy. Not only a bus. Uh, everyone has their own spot uh, on trains. When I'm when I get on the dart, I uh, well I used to stand against the, the the plastic. Then they got rid of it. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? I stand against the plastic because uh, I don't like to sit down. If it's busy, I sit down. If it's if, if but I'm always sitting the face in the right way. Yes, you so. can sit backwards. But uh, generally, I would stand otherwise. Anyway. So, Lisa, <laughs> you all set for working at Boots today? I am, yeah. What's your favourite your favorite product? <laughs> Do you have a favourite? It has to be number seven. Number seven, okay. Oh, I used to love going into Boots. You know, when you're, you're buying your stuff and they give you a little voucher back saying you can buy that for three euro. You didn't want it, but you bought it anyway. <laughs> Lisa, would you, would you like to ask ten, answer ten questions? I would. Okay, well, let's do it. Best of luck to you. We've a thousand euro. We just scored a three yesterday. Let's see if we can beat that. The game starts in three, two, one. What comic features Dennis the Menace? Uh, I have oh. no idea. Okay. Oh, no. What money app has the letter or as its logo? Revenue. Which Sesame Street character has a toy named Tickle Me? Elmo. What's the name of the Disney Plus spin-off series How I Met Your Mother? Uh, no idea. True or false? Taylor Swift's anti-hero song features her front door being slammed as a drum. False. Which is for- further north? Balbriggan or Scaries? Uh, Scaries. In the card game, what score is a blackjack? Uh, no idea. What actress played Giselle in the Enchanted and Disenchanted movies? Uh, Amy... Oh, I can't think of her second name. What Australian city will the Irish Women's World Cup team play in later today? Melbourne or Perth? Melbourne. And what actor played Ali G and Borat on TV and in films? Uh, no idea. I can't think of his name. Okay. People are now sending in pictures of their favourite seat on the bus. We'll get back to that. <laughs> Dennis the Menace appears in the Beano. It's celebrating his 85th birthday this year. Uh, Happy birthday. Adele and uh, Stormzy are featuring in it. Oh, wow. And Harry, Harry Styles. Ha- we just, we just They're trying to bring it back. Uh, the money up Revolut was correct. Sesame Street is Tickle Me Elmo. That's right. How I Met Your Father is a spin off series of How I Met Your Mother. With Kim Cattrall and uh, Lizzie McGuire. Forget her real name. Taylor Swift's anti-hero doesn't feature her front door being slammed. 
But her heartbeat is in another song. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, the card game, uh, Blackjack is 21. Amy Adams was the one that she couldn't get. She's fantastic. Uh, we, Ireland will play in Perth at one o'clock this afternoon. And uh, Sasha Baron Cohn. How did you do today? And Bal Briggan is further north. Oh. She, you, you got a three. Oh, okay. But look, you're you're on the bus and you're downstairs and you're having fun. That's it, exactly. Lisa, Enjoy your day. Thanks a million for playing. Thanks a million. There she Bye. goes. If you can beat three, three, two threes in a row. And when on Monday we had a nine. And guess what question the person got wrong on Monday? Give us a question. In what part of Australia is Ireland playing Canada today? No way. Yeah. Would you have got that if I said in what part of Australia? I wouldn't, uh, no, I wouldn't have got it, no. Okay. I, I, I know you didn't know that they were playing I knew, I, knew they were playing, I knew they were playing Wednesday and I knew they were playing Canada, but I didn't know what city. Okay. She got that wrong. That's a tough one, yeah. It's the strawberry alarm. That's why I gave options. There you go. You're too tough, Crossy. Too tough. Too tough. They got a nine, did they? They got a nine. Right. I think her name was Fiona. She was great as well. Uh, there's a tweet to the rounds. Uh, it was posted by some fella over in America. And he says, what movie traumatized you as a kid? And like the, oh, the there's so many to it is just yeah crazy, but the one that I put up was different to a lot of others, and I got a bit of a response to it. I said, "My girl." Why did that traumatize you? Because he can't see without his glasses. I don't think I've ever seen my. You've girl. never seen my girl. No. Wow, that was a movie. I cried. That movie terrified me. So here are some of the responses. Jesus, the same was traumatized for years. No, honestly. Oh, the bee sting. Horrific. Yes. Oh, sweet Jesus. You floored me with that one. I can't believe it. Oh, God. Watched it recently and it's still as bad as it was back in 92. I know people who had a problem. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know the bit where the bridge breaks and they're all hanging off the bridge? Yes. And then the, the main baddie fellow with the baldy head, he's, he's trying to get the stones off Indiana and he's trying to grab him by the heart and all that kind of stuff. And, and there's crocodiles below them and... That is, like, I know people who have had sleepless nights about that one. That, yeah, that, and if you're a little person as well, that would obviously yeah. terrify you. Uh, other ones that came in, Final Destination. Yeah. Remember that, you know, anytime you're driving behind a truck, you'll always think of that big wooden log just coming out of nowhere yes. and doing whatever it did. Uh, E.T. came in a few times, Ghosts, uh, Coraline, you know that movie is from the yeah, people that's of a bit Box spooky. Trolls? Yeah, yeah. With Terry Hatcher in it. Requiem for a Dream. Oh, that's a great film. A Blair Williams. Witch product Project. Yeah. So it's just randomly how everybody has a different movie that terrified them or, as a kid. Or TV shows, you know. Uh, I know people who were uh, traumatised by Doctor Who. Yeah, that was quite scary. When the music would come on, they'd hide behind the couch and watch it from behind the couch. <laughs> Just as soon as the music started. And they loved it, but they, they were scared of it. Someone said, uh, Chucky terrified them, yeah. yeah Chucky, Chucky was, was very scary. That was just, yeah, you didn't want a doll like that. No, no, nobody wants that. Anyway, it's on my Twitter if you want to go have a look, because everyone has a different movie and they're quite funny. A um, lot of people texted in about movies that scared the, the, the... Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was quite scary. There was insects in it. There was that fella jumping up from behind the rocks. There was fire. There was It was fairly dark, that one. Um, and here's a fact for you. You know the first Indiana Jones movie where the fella is fighting him on a plane? Yes. There's a big, huge guy with a baldy head and he's fighting him under, on the wing of a plane. The, the giant guy who's the baddie fighting him at the end of the Temple of Doom same actor oh right they were going to have a running joke where he came out this giant guy fought him yes. at the end of every movie that's um, very good Witches by Roald Dahl oh my god that was pure fear says somebody The Invisible Man oh yeah can't watch it anymore yeah I remember Witches was that type of movie wasn't it that just always terrified you even though it wasn't supposed to 
Um, <laughs> the labyrinth. Labyrinth, yeah. Poltergeist has come in. Some of those are, are very... Shouldn't have been watching them really when you were little. Someone said about uh, uh, My Girl, I cross, he was awful. Myself and my friends watched it one night and we put the lights on. We're all bawling and crying. We're about 20. <laughs> oh, well, it is one of those movies. Yeah, this is scary. So, yeah, movies that uh, gave you the heebie-jeebies when you're... Oh, I saw, I saw a movie in my friend's house. I shouldn't have been watching it. And it was... That's it was it was Marathon Man like somebody's older brother. There's a scene with a dentist in it, and I can only uh, imagine if it's with a dentist. Oh I can man, only imagine. I was freaked. I'm still oh. Seven to four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now zoom into the life of Tony Cantwell, the comedian extraordinaire, online funny man. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. Zoom in. Not too close, though. My skin's not looking great. Sorry. Jesus. I forgot about that. <laughs> You're not sleeping well. What's the story with the skin? Well, I'm not, no, I'm not sleeping well. Um, I've got an eight-month-old baby um, oh. who, you know, it's tough, you know. We, we, me and my wife have this motto, though. Whenever things get tough, we just look at each other and we just say, uh, we invited her. <laughs> and we must not forget that. That's brilliant. That was our choice. Oh, that's great. And how is she? She's great. She's actually a dream. Yeah. Um, it's mad though how like a lack of sleep can literally just warp your reality and make you think not only that there are like you know coats in your room that might be demons but like also just like that maybe no one likes it you know what I mean it's mad isn't it you really do need your sleep yeah and then you start thinking about uh, programs you may watch you know like uh, Peppa Pig or something like that you start, you start thinking about the storylines I wonder what you, you do uh, what Daddy Pig's I, doing now I remember I was watching Peppa Pig one time and it was like it was like a really like a surprisingly emotional episode of Peppa Pig and this is what my son we were watching it and he was like one and a half and he was like watching it and he looked so engaged and I'm like oh my god like he's understanding this story like he's getting what Peppa's going through and then at the end he was like pig like, <laughs> daddy, look at the pig. And I was like oh okay well, <laughs> it's a good review of a Peppa Pig episode it is it was definitely a pig five stars pig I won't lie the both of you are really showing sh- Durex how to do it <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> oh, well, you know, if you think it was an emotional episode of Peppa Pig, that just shows you how tired you actually were. <laughs> I'm tearing up here. It's speaking to me. Anyway, go on. Anyway, so uh, you, apart from uh, being tired and doing all that stuff with the people you invited mm. into your gaff, you are yeah. also uh, a comedian and you're playing the Paddy Power Comedy Festival. This is true. Paddy Power in Ivy Gardens, the showcase of the finest talent and me there. Who's in your tent? In my tent, oh, we got a great lineup uh, on the first night. Well, we got a great lineup on all the nights, but the kicking it off, it would be myself and Peter McGann and Ali Fox and Owen Colgan and Fanula Jay making her comedy debut as the MC at that gig. So that'll be uh, a lot of fun. That's actually sold out. So I don't even know why I'm telling you about it. Well, you can't go see that one. So Crossy knows <laughs> Fanula Jay, right? But didn't yeah. know she was going to do comedy. I didn't know she'd do comedy. That's brilliant. Fanula's very funny. She's very, very funny. I mean, she is a comedian. Like, she's a, you know, she's an internet comedian. Like, whether she chooses to, well, she's definitely admitting it now, performing live at a comedy festival. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she is she is a comedian. Um, yeah, she'd be great. I think it's going to be a really good lineup. Uh, Ali Fox as well, who just started, uh, it was just on Fair City. She's great. Peter McGann, the twisted mind of uh, Peter McGann will be there. And, of course, Hardy Book's own, own Coggins. That'll now, be a really fun gig. I saw Peter McGann walking down the street about two weeks ago uh, he doesn't know me uh, and I don't yes. know him but I've seen him and I think he's really funny and I was going mm. to shout out my window love the videos now, yeah. now I didn't I thought better of it what would have happened if I'd have done that 
Oh, do you not really? I mean, we love that. Oh, do you? We love okay. that. That's what, that's what we're in this game for. I love your videos. You know? Yeah, I just thought for the crack. You I, did it. I actually, oh. I actually did it, lads. I won't lie. What I you was, do? So he must live around Tesco Marion. Yeah, it's around Marion. I saw him. And I was in there and I was at the meat at the <laughs> right, meat don't aisle. Them, all right? I was at the meat aisle. <laughs> yeah. And I saw him there. I was like, ah, Joseph, God, your, fun- your videos are very funny. And he looked at me with hesitance, waiting for me to say something else. And then I got really nervous and I went, see you later. <laughs> That's it. And my other half was looking at me, he's like, who is your man? I was like, he's hilarious, he's online. And he's like, you just freaked him out for no reason whatsoever. And then you walked off. He's quite antagonistic now, to be fair. You got it there just in time. He was probably waiting for it to kick off, you know. He was probably <laughs> going to be like, had you stayed there for any longer, he'd be like, and what? And what? <laughs> and what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but look, uh, yeah, if, for the best. if I'd seen you, Tony, we would have shouted at you as well. There's lots of you. Ali, I would definitely shout at all the various funny people that I've, I've never really I'm, met. I mean, I'm, I'm so appreciative of that kind of love and attention. I probably... I probably would have ran in front of the car to give you a hug and then we'd be in a real sticky <laughs> yeah, situation. Really so that, yeah. probably probably for the best that yeah. you didn't call. Do you find on you know? nights out now, Tony, people want to give you ideas? They're going, oh, this happened to me. I think you should do a video on it. Uh, all the time. And actually, Killian Sunderman showed me an amazing message you got on Instagram. Someone just sent him a message just saying, uh, do something about Lidl's uh, middle aisle. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant! It's not even uh, jokes. It's just like here's a, here's a, here's a topic for you. Yeah, do something on that, uh, you know. But yeah, you know, there was yeah, everyone was kind of looking for me to do something about like uh, say everyone, two people <laughs> asked me to do something about somebody, yeah, you know, when all that scandal was kicking off, you know. Yeah. But then what happens is it's kind of the same vibe when someone tells you about a show that's really popular that you haven't seen. I go into this weird kind of, well, now I don't want to see it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, that's the same with my viral comedy, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, Your chat out. show is hilarious. The one you do with Shane Daniel Byrne. You have got oh, chat shows you. to a T. Like, I have, se- I have sent that to Elaine Crowley and was like, this is you. This is you. <laughs> Just little things in it, you know? Where they- yeah. Yeah, I love on those chat shows the real chat shows. Mm. I love when they ask stupid questions during the cookery segments, where they 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 keep saying, "And is that a spoon? Could you use a fork? (laughs) Could you use a fork instead of a spoon?" (laughs) Yeah, we tried to do that. Being like, "See, I can why I can never open a carton. What is it about a carton I can't open? (laughs) I can never open that. I want to take it like a katana blade and saw it in half. I can never open it. How do you open it? You know." So we have, of, we, yeah, we have a lot of fun with that. We'll be doing that again live, actually, at the Puka Festival around Halloween, the 29th of October. We'll be doing another live version of that. Get a little tug in there, why not? Uh, That's a great and, little uh, festival. We're to, and we're also looking to do a season two. So actually, actually, do you know what? If you can get onto Elaine uh, and ask if we can use our set, that'd be great. Because <laughs> uh, we that's a serious expense when you're making these kind of things. In the VIP section, where all the comedians go in between shows, who are the faces that you think, oh, deadly, I haven't seen them in ages. Who are you looking forward to seeing most backstage at all this thing? I mean, great question. Well, it's always like whenever the Americans come in, you know, it's yeah. always like, oh, the cool kids are here. <laughs> the cool kids. Yeah. So like Reggie Watts, who I'm a huge fan of, he'll be there. Wow. Uh, Conor O'Malley, he's a great comedian. He's on my bill on on, uh, on Friday. Very, very funny, very weird guy. Kind of whenever the Yanks roll, it, roll in, you know, it's always kind of like, Everyone kind of like kind of huddles beside them, you know. Yeah. Like you want to sit at the table next to the Yanks. If you're young and insecure like me, of course, you know people like Barry Murphy would be like, no, he'll just, he'll just hold court in the smoking area, you know, until they force him to go to leave, you know, and go over to Wheeling. Um, but it's always great to see them, you know. Yeah. And it's always great to see Carl Spain will always just kind of hold court and tell some amazing stories. He's great. Okay, so Tony Cantwell playing the Paddy Power Comedy Festival this weekend. And look, it's been great to talk to you, man. Thanks very much. Thanks we'll so much. Soon. I love you guys so much. Cheers, man. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 6. See epmooney.ie. I love Macklemore, you know I do and he had a song called No Bad Days and it was a huge hit in the States and it never really happened here and I don't know why it was brilliant That's mad One of my favourite songs of He's la- a good guy Was it this year or last year? I can't remember now He's a good guy I like his year. style He's very cool, yeah and uh, he was on with Kelly Clarkson uh, this week She seems to be hoovering up because she's in Canada and there's the writer's strike She can get them, yeah Because all the American talk shows are off so she's getting everybody and uh, well, at the moment it's just musicians, isn't it? So the, the actors aren't really talking. Yeah, there's very, very few actors who have that thing. What is it? A dis, dispensa- dispensation. Dispensation. Yeah. Do you know the Beetlejuice actors? Yes. They've all got that. But yeah, Macklemore was on yesterday. He was talking about uh, packing for a trip, and he says he doesn't know how he does it. Okay. I had to pack yesterday to okay. come here. Are you good at packer or do you pack way too much? It depends. Okay. There's moments where I'm like, I am tapped in to packing right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm killing Like, I have 12 outfits for the next three days. Yeah. For the next three days? Yesterday I was like, I need 17 pairs of underwear, two <laughs> pairs of socks. I was just out of it. I am so different from you. I'm like, I have three pairs of, like, legging-type workout things that I will not be working out in, but I'm going to wear them every day, and T-shirts and a jacket. Yeah, and, like, two need. shoes in case one breaks. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm the worst. Well, Michael Moore doesn't travel light. He, he wears about seven different outfits a day, doesn't he? Yeah, especially when he's when he's on stage. And he goes out every once in a while. He does a bit of golf, doesn't he? Does he golf? He likes golf. Yeah, he, he doesn't does look like, like the golf sort. He also, uh, when I was talking to him years ago, a couple of years ago, he said that uh, when he has a shower, um, we were, I was asking him, you know, what way he dries himself. I don't know how it came off. Because <laughs> everyone has a different way of doing it. He air dries. Only rock stars can air dry because they've got time to air dry he stands probably in his villa with the you know the August breeze blowing on him from the Mediterranean and that's how he air dries himself hand on hip mug of coffee in the other who has the time to air dry imagine air dry you'd be running around the house I knew a girl who used to air dry that's that's strange well she said it was great for her skin why because it would not make it colder 
No, she just sort of sit on the side of the bath and air dry herself. And just wait for it to happen. Just wait for it to be dry, yeah. She'd like read read a book. I never thought of that. Yeah. Anyway. Where is Tara Murray when we need her? <laughs> Tara Murray, have you ever uh it's, it's she's putting the bins out. She's putting the bins out in the nip. That's how she's air drying herself. That's what so that's what happens, yeah. Eleven o'clock at night, Matt Damon. No, she doesn't. Matt Damon spoke to a UK radio station about going to see the Rolling Stones with Heath Ledger. Wow, in two thousand and three. He was asked about his Desert Island band. Um, he currently stars in Oppenheimer alongside Killian Murphy and Emily Blunt. And here he is talking about that. I went with my stepfather and my father in 2003 in Prague. It was actually Mick's 60th birthday. Oh, wow. And we all went because we had all listened to, you know, growing up. And, and, and I was with both of them and my brother and uh, Heath Ledger. We were a whole group of us. And, uh, and, the, and the concert started. Swear to God, it was amazing. There was a lightning strike. Like behind the stage, this massive lightning bolt came down, right as like Charlie Watts hit, and, it, and like the place lit up, and the place went absolutely mental. Wow. It was like it was like oh God came to watch the Rolling Stones. It was the coolest thing. So yeah, I think Mick is eighty today. Eighty today. So that's twenty years ago to the day. Wow. The gig he's talking about. That is mad. Yeah. But like well. the way he just briefly mentions. Heath Ledger you're kind of going hang on there's a bigger story in that that they're good friends wow it's amazing he also was talking recently about Tom Cruise and he said Tom Cruise was talking to him and Tom Cruise a lot of energy and he was saying so I I wanted to do this thing where I walk around the side of the plane and uh, my my safety guy said can't be done can't do that's too dangerous so I got a new safety guy (laughs) (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger has revealed he kept his distance on the set of uh, the Terminator movies so the rest of the crew would be on edge around him wow a lot of actors do that just a more presence so you kind of feel like oh there's something weird about that person over there you don't get too familiar with them till the end of the movie and then they go how he is Arnie said he wanted them to fully believe he was a robot at the time really is it too hard (laughs) You often decide, well, not so much for my sake, because I can disconnect completely and just be the robot. But I was worried about them, that if they get connected to me and they start looking at me, they would not look at me with the same threat and fear. I wanted to come into the room and I wanted to have that impact. And they, because it brings a certain facial reaction to, their, to them. And I think it helps from an acting point of view and it becomes more believable. <laughs> He's a robot. Junior was on RT2 the other night, Sunday night. Oh yeah, that movie in ages. That's a funny film. Little Danny DeVito is great. And American Pie star Jason Biggs has confirmed he got married in a FedEx store on the motorway in America. He was talking on a TV station about how that happened. Yeah, it was a FedEx Kinkos uh, off the 101 freeway in Calabasas, California. Somehow through like one of Jenny's, a, a trainer of Jenny's at the time, knew some other person in Hollywood that, that, that knew someone who was a justice of the peace of sorts. Her whole thing was she would come to your house and marry you. We woke up one day and we were like, today's the day. Do we have that number? And we did, and we called this woman we had never met, and we said, uh, hi, Jenny, Jason, you know, we got your number through so-and-so. We want to get married today. And she said, that's wonderful, congratulations. I can't come to you, though. We were in Hollywood at the time. And she's like, but if you want, I can meet you at the FedEx Kinkos (laughs) of the 101 Freeway in Calabasas, uh, and I can do it there. And we were like, great. Great idea. That's kind of a nice charm to it, yeah? Yeah. It's fun. Uh, Right, that's your dish for now. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. So, uh, one of the, the greats, uh, Seth, Seth Rogen. He's Seth a good Rogen, guy, no, Seth, Seth Rogen, isn't he? Seth Rogen's good, yeah. 
Um, he is going to be the director, producer and writer and is going to star in this uh, new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie which is out on the 31st of August. He works hard, that lad. He works hard, but you know what I like about it is the fact that he's wanted to do this movie since he was a kid. Yeah, he's a massive fan since he was a... Yeah, he's one of the, the hardcore fans. I remember I had a turtle bike. A tri- it was a tricycle, like three-wheel turtle bike. Yeah. Myself and my uh, friend Christopher Toher used to go around and we used to be roaring at everyone with our turtle suits on us. And then one day the, the tricycle couldn't hold our weight, so it fell apart. And instead of my mum just, you know, minding it for me for the rest of my life, she threw it in the skip. Well, and yeah. I've never forgiven her for it. Really? I always, I always say to her, I was like, that turtle bike, I think of you it loved weekly. It. I loved it. Oh, yeah. It was great crack. But anyway, so when I got to talk to him about the fact that he's in the Turtles movie, I said, it must be a dream come true to work for something like the Turtles. Uh, it is kind of a dream come true and it's one of those things that young me would be pretty psyched to know that future him despite you know having a terrible back problem for the most part also gets to work on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so you know being in your 40s there's good and bad things I would tell young Seth but uh, overall it's pretty exciting (laughs) because there's so many remakes people who are massive fans of different different movies and franchises and stuff I can actually now be in them and work with their heroes it's so strange it's amazing Uh, so we talked about the merchandise because what 80s and 90s Turtles merchandise was everywhere and he says the actual merchandise helped them with this movie to make this animation better oh yeah I mean honestly like a lot of the characters in the movie are inspired by the toys that me and Jeff the director had you know like like Mondo Gecko was not a very like significant part of the show or anything like that but the toy was always one of our favorite toys and like we would always talk about the little roller skate that he had on his tail and that was like as we were like designing the characters and writing the movie we were like oh that like it's like so much imagination was put into them um and we really yeah and they had like a fun kind of like wild energy to them and that was all stuff we tried to like put into the movie as well he plays Bebop or Rocksteady so John Cena plays one of them and he plays the other are they the bad guys they're the bad guys remember Krang and uh, who else was there who was the other bad guy Shredder yes and Shredder's voice back in the day the one of them Mohican Yes, yes, that was Bebop or Rocksteady Bebop yeah yeah for 10 points can you tell me who was the voice of Shredder no In the cartoon oh. In the 90s Massive actor at the time We'll come back to it If anyone knows 0876 It's going to blow your mind uh, But I, I also asked them About the, the young fellas Who play Leonardo Michelangelo Donatello And Raphael yeah. When I watched the movie It's basically like the 90s cartoon yeah. I said they actually sounded like They're having a bit of crack And here's what he said They seemed like They're friends or what yeah. yeah honestly Like the whole reason We recorded we, we would record them All together all the time And we would have them Improvise most of their lines And we would encourage them To really like speak over one another and interrupt one another and be as disrespectful to one another's, um, you know, uh, like conversation as, as, as you would be with your brothers who you're with all the time. And yeah, and it was, it, it was like, that's how I saw them interacting with each other. The first recording session we had, and I remember going to the director and the other producers and being like, oh, we have to record them to capture like this energy that they actually have with each other, which is which is insane. <laughs> they're all young fellas, so the, yeah. I think they're only starting off. It's, a, it's like, it's a massive cast. We'll bring you more clips next week. The movie's going to be out the 31st of August and it has John Cena in it, uh, Mike from Friends is in it, Paul Rudd. Uh, Ice Cube. Rose Byrne. 
Yeah. He's good friends with Rose Byrne. He kind of brings her along with everything, doesn't he? I think so, yeah. She's Australian, but she always plays English characters. She's Aussie, yeah, yeah. She's been in loads of things now, yeah. Are you ready for who the person is who played Shredder in the cartoon in the 90s? Who? Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. What a voice. Yeah. So the movie's out 31st of August, and it is retro. Loving it. Yeah, it's really now, cool. where can we well, we're all go on eBay and try and get you your bike back? Oh, the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.